Hey, baseball fans, welcome to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast with your host, the voice of the Apple Sox, Joel Norman. The Apple Sox are in their sixth sweep of the 2023 season as they take down the Bend Elks by a 13-5 score on Wednesday night at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. So Wenatchee finishing up a midweek series a little bit earlier than they typically do. Of course, they usually will play the Tuesday through Thursday, but now they've got Thursday off and a well-deserved day off for the team after previously playing in each of the last nine days, including a six-game road trip through Canada prior to this series against the Elks. But what Anchi doing more of what it's done pretty much all season, and that's kind of just take care of business against the teams that they should beat. I don't know if there's been too many series against the team below them the standings besides that one against Port Angeles July 4th through the 6th that we look back and we said that was a missed opportunity. You could say Springfield to open up the season at home, July the June 6th through 8th series, but you know those first couple of weeks of the season, teams are so different from where they end up at the end of the year. So uh, you know, if a lot of things can change, it's hard to play that what-if game there. But six games against the Bendouks, six victories for the Apple Sox against them. And these are two teams who've been playing against each other since the West Coast League's existence and even before them. Both of them debuted in the 2000 season. And the Apple Sox, this is the first time they've ever played six games in a season against Bend and won all six of them. Tremendous work by the Apple Sox. And in the game on Wednesday night, it all kind of got started early on. I think what Angie did what it wanted. It wanted to put a little pressure on the Elks early on and try to force them to really pick up a significant rally. And give them credit. They had a punch back, but they couldn't quite get it done. So um, the scoring started, as I mentioned, in that bottom of the first inning after two strikeouts and a 1-2-3 top of the first inning from Samuel Round. In the bottom of the first inning, Kyle Hennington led off with a double, and Mason Strong in his first at-bat of his final game of the summer followed with another double to put the Apple Sox up one to nothing. Tackle fires, and that one is laced down the right field line. This could be trouble. It drops in. It's going to be extra bases. Strong chugging towards second, around third, and scoring. It's Hennington. It's one to nothing. Apple Sox here in the bottom of the first inning. Josh Williams followed after that, and batting with a runner in scoring position he opted to send the ball over the fence for his fourth home run of the 2023 season and now it'll be josh williams digging in he attacks the first pitch and hits that hard hits it deep to right center it is back toward the warning track and over the fence for a home run 360 feet and 98 miles per hour off of the bat of Josh Williams. There was a moment of doubt that it might not have get, gotten over, but Williams launches it out for his fourth home run of the season. For Williams, his four home runs have all come in the last week. We wondered when that power stroke was going to come for him, and it has come in dramatic fashion. A two-run shot in the bottom of the first inning for Williams on a long home run over the right field fence. That off of the bat sailed 360 feet and left the bat at a 98-mile-per-hour exit velocity. But, as I mentioned, the Elks would fight back. They would pick up a run in the second inning on a hit-by-pitch and then an RBI single later on in the inning and an error to help play to run. And then in the third inning, scored twice, a two-RBI double off the bat of Ty Silva. But that, that came with two outs and tied it up. Samuel Round got out of that inning with a strikeout. And was pretty so in the next two innings as he would strike out another batter in the fourth inning for his sixth and final punch out of the night in a 1-2-3 fourth. And then stranded a runner at second in the fifth inning. 
to complete five innings for the second time in three starts this season. As the 2-2 is a fastball on the outside edge for strength three, 90 miles per hour from Samuel Round. That one away to open up this game. And the 2-2 pitches swung on and foul-tipped into the glove of Carson Owen for strike three. And Round opens up on a roll with back-to-back -back strikeouts to begin this game. The 1-2 from Round trying to check his swing. It's called strike three anyway. And that's the third strikeout of the game for Samuel Round. Incoming freshman at Gonzaga has his sign from Oland. He turns and fires. A breaking ball on the inside edge for called strike three. Fifth punch out of the ball game for Samuel Round. And that retires the side here in the third inning. And that one is in there for called strike three. A one, two, three inning as Samuel Round wraps it up with a strikeout. Final line on him, five innings, three runs, two earned on four hits, no walks, and six strikeouts. So as I mentioned, Round kept the Elks off the score sheet in the fourth and the fifth. And the Apple Sucks went to work at the plate in those two frames. In the fourth inning for Wenatchee, eight men came to the plate. And the scoring gun started with a, a familiar name from earlier in the game. Izzy Lopez led off with a single. Kyle Hennington walked. And then Mason Strong picked up his second RBI of the game. Nobody out and two aboard for the Sox. Nip comes set about at the numbers. Kicks and fires the first pitch that's dumped into center field that's for a base hit. Lopez around third base. The throw coming in will be cut off. Rolls away. But both runners will hold up. An RBI single for Mason Strong as he drives in his second run of the game. Plating Lopez from second. Hennington now into scoring position. And three batters into the fourth inning. The Apple Sox have regained the lead still with nobody out. After that, the next two batters would strike out. And Carson Owen came to the plate with two down and a runner in scoring position. And he would make no mistake doubling to add to the Apple Sox lead. Hennington at second, strong at first. The 1-0 is swung on and laced down the right field line. A fair ball toward the corner. Carson Owen delivers, driving in Hennington from second. Strong will be held up at third as the throw is cut off on a hop toward the shortstop Jackson. And another run scores for Wenatchee, an RBI double by Carson Owen. And now runners at second and third with two down here in the fourth inning. After that, Frankie Carty stepped up, still two outs in the inning. Chance to maybe play a couple of runs, and he would do exactly that with one swing of the bat. Second and third, Owen to the count with two down. Wenatchee has scored twice in the inning to retake the lead. Here's the pitch. Carney singles and dumps it in up the middle into score strong right around third and also scoring Carson Owen. Frankie Carney with a two out, two RBI single. And it's a four run bottom of the fourth inning for the Apple Sox. An RBI single to the left side by Frankie Carney would cap the scoring on a four run fourth inning for Wenatchee to make the game seven to three in their favor. And then they added four more runs in the fifth inning. That time, just seven men coming to the plate compared to the eight men of the fourth inning. But another four-run frame for Wenatchee. An RBI triple by Mason Strong. But before that, Kyle Hennington reached on a, a fielder's choice and a throwing error on a ball that he bunted to the third base side and was able to reach on. So two chaotic plays right in a row with Hennington and Strong at the plate. And both of them would eventually come around to score as well. Quarter infielders are in. He shows Bunn, puts it down, third base side. The throw to third, no one's there. No one was covering third. Tomita throws it down the left field line. 
Boyd scores, Lopez scores, Hennington safe at second. What chaos here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. My hero Tamita charged as did the third baseman Maloney. The throw went to third base and no one was there to receive it. So two runs score on the play and Hennington goes to second as well. The 3-1. And swung on and drilled down toward right center field. This one's going to find the gap. Mason, Mason Strong, Strong with another base hit tonight. Heading around third, Hennington scores. Strong still hustling toward third, slides in. He's safe. It goes to the dugout. And it's a little league home run for Mason Strong. Give the Apple Sox two more runs here in this chaotic fifth feet, inning. Come on. Strong with a triple and a throwing error will bring him home. And it's now 11-3 Wenatchee here in the fifth. The throw toward third base got away and went into the dugout to score him. So Strong will pick up the RBI triple, and he is a home run away from the first cycle in a league game in Apple Sox history. So another four-run frame for Wenatchee. And from that point on, they were pretty much in cruise control. Added their final two runs in the sixth inning with a bases loaded walk. And Strong drove in his fourth game and final RBI of the summer with a sacrifice fly to right field to cap the scoring for the Apple Sox. But right now, Mason Strong batting. And the first offering is swung on and hit hard out toward right field. Ranging over a bit, Christensen will make the grab over his shoulder. And the score from third base will be Reed Boyd. And the Apple Sox make this now. A 13-3 game. Sacrifice fly by Strong as he drives in his fourth run of the game. They would give up runs in the eighth and ninth, but before that, Trey Huff had a pretty good debut for the Apple Sox, going two scoreless innings, giving up two hits on one walk and three strikeouts, but he did not allow anyone to score. Swing and a miss here for strike three, and Trey Huff has his first strikeout at an Apple Sox uniform, punching out Thompson for out number two. The right-hander fires a pitch that's on the outside edge for called strike three. Trey Huff punches out the final two batters of the sixth inning. Payoff pitch is in there right down the middle for strike three. Saturday night, July 29th, Hawaiian night is back at the Wenatchee Apple Sox at Paul Thomas Senior Field in Wenatchee. Win a five-night trip to Hawaii from Journey Travel and Tours. Come watch the Wenatchee Apple Sox take on the Edmonton Riverhawks on Saturday, July 29th. Each inning, a lucky ticket holder will be chosen to participate in our fun coconut bowling contest to be held at the end of the game. All contestants will roll their coconut from the pitcher's mound. Closest to home plate will win round trip airfare to Hawaii, including accommodations at the gorgeous Royal Kona Resort in Hawaii. See you Saturday evening, July 29th for Hawaiian Night. A presentation of Journey Travel and Tours, the Wenatchee Apple Sox, and Sunny FM, the greatest hits. The Apple Sox sweep away the Bend Elks, taking them down 13-5 in the series finale on Wednesday night at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. I'm Joel Norman, and this is the Apple Sox postgame show here on the Apple Sox radio network as we're joined now by Samuel Round, who joined us after earning his second victory of the season, improving to 2-0 this season, Sam, and uh, a pretty efficient outing from you. No walks in the five innings. Talk to me about what led to your success in getting to that point because I think as a starting pitcher, you've got to be pretty excited when you go that long without walking anyone. Yeah, no, I was very excited. Typically, I struggle a little bit with command, but today I felt like I was spotting up a lot better. 
Uh, I mean, I was challenging guys more for sure, so it, it helped me get zero walks. You had the six strikeouts in this game as well. That was uh, pretty impressive in that regard because you, were, you weren't afraid to attack guys in this one, were you? No, uh, I felt really confident out there with my slider, my heater, and my sinker. So just attacking guys really helped, getting getting, getting to two strike counts and then just putting them away. This is back-to-back five-inning starts from you. Your first one was four innings against Edmonton. You've built your way up now. Uh, your pitch count got elevated a little bit, but you got out of a lot of jams at this game. Yeah. How how confident and comfortable are you feeling right now in a starting role with this team? You know, I really love starting, so I'm feeling really confident. It's it's just a lot better. I, I love it a lot. Starting is my favorite favorite thing to do. It's got to be fun starting for an offense. You know it's going to kind of have your back the way they did tonight, isn't it? Oh, yeah, for sure. The offense has been producing very well. So, I mean, it's always exci- it's always good and exciting knowing that I'm going to get some run support. They got three runs for you in the bottom of the first inning. You came out, gave up the one in the second, two in the third. Talk to me about your mindset. You're going back to the dugout at that point. Are you pretty confident this team's going to be able to lock it down from there moving forward? You know, I, I was pretty confident that we were going to score again because we we always find a way. We're a pretty scrappy team with either bunts or hits. We always find a way to get on, get guys over, score them. So I was confident going back out there, and I knew if I shut them down that we would win this ball game. And you did exactly that here. So you guys pick up the series sweep. You clinch a winning record this season. And it's crazy. We've still got several weeks to go at this point. How impressive is it, how impressive is it for you to be, one, a part of this team, and two, you know, getting a chance to watch a lot of these guys go to work, whether it's other pitchers on the mound or other guys at the plate? You know, I think this summer I've learned the most out of any season I've had because of all the older guys. They've been teaching me stuff, showing me stuff, showing me how to recover properly, showing me how to warm up properly. I've incorporated so many new things in my routine that's helped me out tremendously. So it's very exciting and fun to just learn this summer. Done a lot, and you've improved each time too. Sam, it's been a ton of fun watching you. Another great outing. Congrats on this one. Enjoy the off day tomorrow. Thank you. I I definitely will. Wenanchi secures the series sweep and ends a busy stretch of nine games in nine days on a high note. A big way to end it by taking all three games at home. And Wenanchi just continues its dominance at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium this season. They've now won eight consecutive home league games this year. And overall, their home record now improves to 14-4. and And Just a, a really satisfying victory from start to finish. I think the only thing you kind of look at that could have been better for the Apple Sox was the four errors coming a night after they did not commit any miscues. But regardless, I think at that point you're kind of nitpicking a little bit because there was a lot to be satisfied with from this victory for the Apple Sox, earning the 13-5 triumph, scoring three runs on the bottom of the first inning, four runs in the bottom of the fourth, four in the fifth, two in the sixth inning, and then also had a couple of runs given up late, but otherwise we're in a pretty good spot. So a really satisfying victory for Wadanshi, and a satisfying debut for Trey Huff making his Apple Sox debut. Here are the sixth and seventh innings, not allowing any runs in that time. And joining us now here on the postgame show and really making uh, his, his presence known in this one, Trey, let's talk about that. You came on for the sixth, and, you know, right out of the get-go, you're pitching in an interesting situation with a walk, but you buckled down. You got two big strikeouts after that. Talk to me about going through that and pitching with a guy on there. No, yeah, I was just kind of trying to stay within myself and having trust with the guys behind me, you know, and having guys behind you like that is makes your job a lot easier so having that trust and just being comfortable up there was made it pretty easy so it's got to be pretty fun for you coming into a team who now has already clinched a winning record this season we've still got several weeks to go in the campaign 
how much were you keeping up with the Apple Sox from afar? The plan was always that you were going to join this team in mid-July or so, but how much were you up to date with what the team was doing prior to joining them this week? I was always keeping tabs, watching everything on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and just keeping tabs. And, you know, it was, I thought I didn't even need to come up here, to be honest. But, no, it was I, just to join a team like this and with the guys that are on here and the competitiveness, is, it's really fun to be a part of. I was going to say, after seeing that then from afar, it's got to be so cool to be contributing in a big park. I mean, because this game, you know, a lot of stuff still could have happened about when you were pitching in the game in the, the sixth and seventh innings. Had to be pretty cool for you to you know you're, you're kind of coming into a spot where it's important to get some big outs there, I imagine. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, those big outs are key, you know, and just like I said, keeping within yourself is huge, especially in these type of situations in a team like this. Like, their their standards are high, you know, and you got to pitch to that standard, and you know, I love pitching that standard. That's I love the competitiveness. Did pretty well in the seventh. Competed extremely well after back-to-back one-out singles. Stranded both of those guys. Talk to me about situations like that. How, what do you go to to try and get guys out when you're pitching with men on and you're going from the stretch? One thing I is just try and not do it by yourself, you know. And like I said earlier, just trusting the guys behind you, you know. And I didn't really give it too much about where, like, pinpoint exactly, but just putting a ball in play you know but not trying to do too much and just letting the guys work behind me so one of your teammates at university of jamestown played for the apple Sox last year you yeah. and i talked about it before but uh, you know tell us about that that connection you have with uh xander orhudos and how that led you to join the apple Sox a little bit oh man i i love that guy and he's probably one of my favorite teammates that i've ever had play behind me and you know he's a stud and you know he plays the game so well and i love the how he plays the game in general and you know, it's he's a special guy. He's a special guy for sure. And if I'm not mistaken, he's going to be joining the coaching staff there. He is, is he not with the Jimmys? He is going to be a coach now, so that will be a little bit different. But, no, and he knows a lot about the game, and, you know, he's very smart with the game. So to take what he's learned throughout his college pro, or through his college career is going to be very beneficial to our program. So Have you had a situation like that before where a guy you played with goes on to be one of your coaches? I imagine that's a little funky. It is. Uh, actually, we've had – two or three guys actually help okay. join the staff and you know and it's you know it's a little weird at first you know it's kind of you're messing with them but then you kind of got to all right now I got to treat this guy as a coach you yep. know he's helping me with the game you know so but yeah it's it's not too bad that'll be really cool though yeah. as well so the team has got the off day tomorrow and then a big series coming up this weekend with the Nimo, a very hungry team they're right on the outside of the playoff picture kind of looking in you know, this is a busy stretch for the team. I imagine you're coming in, you're seeing some guys who are a little tired in some stretches, but you're relatively fresh coming in. How yeah. much do you think that is a way that you and a couple other newcomers can kind of have an impact on this team, coming in and being fired up, maybe trying to re-energize guys who might be feeling a little depleted here in the dog days of the summer? Yeah, I think having some fresh energy, some fresh meat on the table, you know, will be very beneficial to this team. And, you know, just just got to keep within ourselves, you know, like I said, and I, I think good things are going to happen, so... Where are you at with knowing guys' names at this point? Only, what, three days I'm getting days pretty in? good. Pretty getting good? Pretty good, yeah. I, it's nice seeing them up on the board. It makes it a lot easier. I'm like, all right, I get this guy's name now. You know, so, yeah, it makes it a lot easier. But, no, it's it's coming along pretty well. Probably a little bit easier with hitters than pitchers, seeing those Very easy, yeah. I'm, I know the hitters more than I do the pitchers, you know. And so, but, no, it's it's coming along pretty quick. You know, it's great group, great group. Fun to be around, you know, so much energy in the dugout and on the field, too. You know, it's just. Everybody plays at such a high level, and I love that. You know, it's fun Absolutely. to be a part of. So, yeah. That was fun you watching you pitch here. We're looking forward to a lot of other exciting outings from you 
uh, over the course of the season. Trey, thanks for the time, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Appreciate it. That's Trey Huff joining us after making his Apple Sox debut. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball is affordable, family fun. Come out to the ballpark and celebrate their 23rd season and experience some of the best collegiate baseball in the country. It's the first ever trip to Wenatchee for the Nanaimo Night Owls as they face the Apple Sox this weekend. Friday, 6.35 p.m. game is Christmas in July. Saturday, 6.35 first pitch is Pepsi Night, and there will be live music after Sunday's 1.05 p.m. game. Buy your tickets at the gate or online at applesox.com. Wenatchee Apple Sox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time. One last interview from Wednesday's action between the Apple Sox and the Ben Dalks, and that was a chat with Mason Strong, who was playing in his final game with the Apple Sox, and boy, did he go out with a bang, finishing a home run away from hitting for the cycle and driving in four runs. Here's what he had to say before the game. Mason, it's kind of crazy how fast the summer flies by, isn't it? You know, we're already at the end here. How fun has this summer been for you with the Apple Sox? Oh, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, it is everything I could ask for, so I'm hoping I can come back next year and play. So, I mean, it's, it's been great. How do you feel like you've improved as a ball player from when you first got here to where you're at right now heading into the last um, game? Definitely just all around as a player. So, it's just like with working on my outfield, I feel like I've gotten better there behind the plate as well as hitting. So, I mean, getting all these at-bats has definitely helped me, and I definitely feel good going into the fall of this next coming year. So. You had that eight-game hitting streak that ended this past Saturday, though. That had to be a highlight of the summer for you. It just felt like a stretch where you were going up to the plate and you were finding success every time you got up there. Oh, definitely. I mean, I felt I felt good at the plate. And uh, when it ended, I hit a little bit. I've hit a little bit of a little uh, down slope. But, I mean, I've hit, I've hit a lot of balls hard. So, I mean, they'll start, they'll start dropping here hopefully today so we'll see i was gonna say yeah i don't think a lot has changed just a couple of them have been caught this time around yeah, right but that's how it goes when a streak ends isn't it no yeah definitely <laughs> so as we mentioned the last one here for you today but a chance for you guys to earn the series sweep against bend this is something you guys have been doing a pretty good job at as securing series sweeps when you've had the opportunity what do you have to do tonight to kind of continue that stretch uh, i mean we just gotta get the momentum early and just uh keep it the whole time uh stay on the gas pedal and just uh finish strong before our off day tomorrow so a lot of fans today for uh, the Apple Sox learned that you're a big fan of raw milk. We knew about that, of course, for a little bit. Tell uh, fans about how it started. When did, you, when did you start really having raw milk on game days? So I heard about it a little bit last year, and um, before I came here, I started working with a trainer named Rip. So he was just really big on raw milk just for your uh, recovery, uh, inflammation, just uh, gaining like like right, right weight. So, uh, I mean, talking with him about it, I've started to implement it into my diet and have – half gallon gallon a day so I mean it's, it's been really good I mean definitely something you got to work up to but um, yeah no I've, re I've really liked it I've put it into my routine so yeah what would you say to critics who'd say it's a little weird having that much milk on a day you're playing baseball? I mean, you can't hate it unless you try it, is what is what I would say. <laughs> very good, very good, very good point there, Mason. Well, best of luck here tonight. It's been fun watching you this season, and best of luck this fall and spring in Oklahoma as well. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you for having me. The Apple Sox are 13 to five victors against the Bend Elks. They take all six games of the six-game season series, sweeping away the first three to open up the summer, June 2nd through the 4th. And now taking all three here at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium, July 17th through 19th. Wadanchi has already guaranteed itself a winning record as they improve to 28-11 and 11 this season. You look at the way the schedule goes, and it's, it's incredible to say that because there are still 15 games left before the postseason begins on August 8th. But Wadanchi really hoping one way or another it is playing postseason baseball in 2023. Let's run through the action across the West Coast League from this Wednesday night of action. From Edmonton, the Ridgefield Raptors shut out the Riverhawks by an 11 to nothing score. Portland falls to Yakima Valley, 
Kamloops loses to Port Angeles by a 4-1 score from Civic Field. Nanaimo knocks off Victoria, a 5-3 victory. Corvallis 6, Kelowna 1 from Goss Stadium. From Gallitz, the Bellingham Bells salvage the series against the Black Bears with a 5-4 win on the road. And the Walla Walla Sweets defeat the Springfield Drifters by a 2-1 score. So looking at the standings, the Apple Sox are now in a tie for first place with the Victoria Harbor Cats. Wenatchee is 9-3 in the second half. Victoria is 10-4. Now, of course, the Apple Sox are idle on Thursday or yeah Thursday night, and the Harbor Cats will be wrapping up their series with the Nanaimo Night Owls that night. But the Apple Sox will certainly be scoreboard watching from afar on that one as they hope that Victoria can lose that one, and Wenatchee would be a half game ahead of the Harbor Cats then in first place. Kelowna in third place at 7-4, Nanaimo in fourth in the second half and 5-6, and Edmonton at a 4-7 and seven record, Bellingham 4-8, Port Angeles 3-8, Kamloops 2-9. In terms of the overall record, if you're looking at it right now, season ends today, all these games being final, here's how it goes. Wenatchee is the best overall record in the North Division and all of the West Coast League with a 7-18 winning percentage and a 28-11 record. And with the way they are, with they sitting in the tie, though, the Victoria Harbor Cats for, for first place, Victoria has the tiebreaker. Now the two teams split the season series head-to-head. The next tiebreaker after their head-to-head record against each other is run differential, and the Harbor Cats have a plus-one advantage in that regard. So with the season ended today, Harbor Cats would win the North Division second-half title, Wodanchi would be the three seed. They would face Victoria in the North Division Series with the Harbor Cats having home field advantage. So for Wodanchi, you've got to win the second half. You know Victoria's going to keep winning. You've just got to find a way to keep stringing together wings. And the next time they will try to do that will be this coming weekend when they welcome the Nanaimo Night Owls into town. Well, let's run through the numbers of this one as we wind down with our coverage from tonight's game. The Apple Sox earning a big victory to sweep away the Bend Elks. Ben scores five runs on nine hits, commits two errors, and strands nine men on the base paths. For Wenatchee, 13 runs on 12 hits, four errors, and 12 men are left on base. The win goes to Samuel Round. He went the opening five innings of this game and picks up his second win of the season. And meanwhile, the loss goes to the first reliever, Ryan Morrison, who gave up. No, beg your pardon, it should go to Cooper Nib. Morrison did not give up any runs in his third inning, but right now in point streak saying he has the loss, so that'll be adjusted and the loss will instead go to Cooper Nip, who gave up four runs in the fourth inning of the ball game. Time of the game, three hours and seven minutes and 696 fans on hand to watch the series finale between the Apple Sox and the Vandelks. So as I mentioned, the series uh, wrapping up with Bonacci winning all six games, and now the Sox will have the off day on Thursday before taking on the Nanaimo Night Owls on Friday night at Paul Thomas Senior Stadium. We will hope to have you here in attendance for that one. It's Christmas in July night at the ballpark. But if you can't make it, you can tune in the same way you've been listening, and that is on the Apple Sox Radio Network. Pre-game coverage will begin at 610, presented by Kennedy Real Estate Group, Wenatchee's premium real estate team. Thanks for tuning in to the Wenatchee Apple Sox podcast. If you enjoyed it and don't already, please subscribe to get updates on our newest episodes. Make sure to like the Apple Sox on Facebook, and follow at Applesox on Twitter or Instagram. Wenatchee Applesox Baseball, celebrating summer one inning at a time.